Welcome to The Manila Show, where we discuss value-driven initiatives to help companies grow with smart technologies. We're from Manila. We help companies thrive in the digital world. Hello, everyone, and this episode of The Manila Show, we are here talking about Learjets at airports. Yeah. We are here talking about very sturdy light stands. Yep. And what else are we here to talk about? Something about marketing. Marketing and advertising? Probably. Yeah. Probably social media advertising. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, wow. That's the topic. Yes. Gold ding, star ding, for ding, me. Ding, 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 ding. Fun story. We got a call from our bank yesterday. Uh, our card was fraudulently used uh, for Twitter ads. Oh. oh. In Sweden, I think. How about Sweden? Sweden. So topical. I'll say, are you going behind my back and creating <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm aware of, especially Ugh. not in Sweden. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt took my wife's card. Oh, man. Oh, that's terrible. How did you guys handle that? Or what? The, the bank called us to warn us about it. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they canceled the card and put a dispute on the charges so they'll review it and stuff and make sure they're not just lying. But it's from Sweden. It happened in Sweden. And we are currently in the United States and Michigan yeah. uh, with no plans to go to Sweden yet. And your passport hasn't been scanned Correct. to travel recently. My, my passport is expired, so yeah. I, I couldn't even use it if I yeah. wanted to. Man, that certainly is something that people have to deal with. Businesses have to deal with when they're advertising or not even advertising. Yeah, or just yeah. regular consumer credit card sense of thing. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Elon. Please let me know how your Twitter at. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get a lot of views. Yeah. yeah. It's probably it's not my Twitter. Did they, did, did they say it was on the X platform or the Twitter platform? They, it said Twitter. And really? the, ah. the line item in our bank statement said Twitter ads. Hmm. Oh, so, so Twitter has even fully They haven't changed. <laughs> yeah. They haven't yeah. changed their, their back end finances to yeah. say, uh, they're to legal. say X. Yeah. Their articles of organization in their, in their state. Yeah. Whichever state that is. Awesome. So we'll definitely cover a lot of positive things moving off from this this negative. I hope everything's okay and that, that turns around for you guys. It but, is. So yeah, what are what are some very high level before we even get into the nuts and bolts of things? What are some like very high level things to keep in mind as you embark on social media advertising? You definitely want to understand your audience. Cool. Probably know the difference between paying for social media marketing and natural. Social media marketing, I guess we'd call it organic. Yep. Yep. Probably defining what your goals would be. Yeah. Might be might be another 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 topic, another item. Understanding what your competition's doing. Oh, for sure. Making sure your budget is understood and not going over that budget. Yep. Yeah. And then have have a plan, like to take it all together and be like be very specific with what what you're doing, who you're targeting, how you're targeting them, and then what types of ads are you going to run? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to be the theme of the, the, the campaign? That, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Like if you just sit down on, hey, I think I'm going to make some, some Facebook ads today. And then you don't have a plan. You just go right onto the Facebook site and, and you just start things out. That's probably not going to be a very successful campaign. I don't no. Nope. Nope. Not at all. And then also thinking through as it aligns with your audience is like the type of platform, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get into that here in, here in a little bit. All the platforms are different in a way. So you mean like Facebook versus YouTube versus LinkedIn, LinkedIn versus Twitter, uh, TikTok, that yep. sort of thing. Yep. Yep, for yeah, because sure. those all have different styles of ads and, and resolutions of their, their media that you can put into those ads. And 
Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have carousels, some of them don't have carousels, some of them mm-hmm. have different ways of handling video. So yep. they don't want to be spending a lot of money and your ads looking not great. Looking you're, terrible, yeah. You're just running it and it's getting to this wide audience and that's their first impression of you is this horrible image that doesn't fit. Yeah. Oh, that's the production value of, of the ad that you're putting putting yeah. out there, right? right. If you have really crappy audio in your video, people are going to turn that off pretty, pretty right. immediately. If you were to create a short using uh, sound that didn't come from the good camera, it came from the, the bad camera, like me yesterday. <laughs> Taking audio from a camera that's 17 <laughs> feet away. I wasn't going to call you out, but... <laughs> One thing you learn about is I'm very self-deprecating. I, I call myself out on all of the things. Hey, this audio really does not sound good. <laughs> you should have heard it before I started mixing it. Yikes! Awesome. So let, let's talk about knowing your audience because mm-hmm. obviously that is probably one of the one of the very first things you want to think about, especially when starting your business, embarking on any type of business business initiative, especially when it gets gets into spending money and putting ads in front of people. Yeah. So how do you how do you start that process? That's that's something that's always I don't know bothered me. Like how do you know your audience? And maybe a secondary question. How do you know your audience if you don't know what your audience is going to be? Yeah, mm-hmm. like you've just started out. Like how, how do you know who, who your demographic really is? It's a great question, huh? Stumped Sorry, you. You, I had the answer and then you completely took it a different way. And now I'm trying to get that answer for my brain. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. You are. Um, so those are two different things. Yeah, two part, two part answer. <laughs> When you're starting your business, I think it's when you create your product or you start your service, you have a demographic in mind that you definitely want to go after. And then it just naturally comes in. Please correct me if I'm wrong at any point. <laughs> so you've got a you've got a and you have to come up with a rough idea yeah. of what you would want it to be and then let the market mold that as time goes on yeah. and that that sort of thing. So for Example, I know one of our clients, I'm not saying any names, had a demographic in mind. And that demographic was young college students and young families. And they were not reaching that demographic. They were shooting for more of the older demographic. And so they would try and try to force all their ad spending and everything into the younger demographic. When that's not what was sticking, mm-hmm. it was resonating more with the older demographic. So, like it will, it can switch. Yeah. So you can Which start somewhere common. else and end up, and you just have to go with what the data is telling yeah. you. Yeah. So, so you've got fish on the left side of your boat, but you're casting your net on the right side of the yep. boat. Maybe you should change that to cast your net on the other side of the boat instead of still going after what you mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. The, the fish we're going to be at. Yep. That makes sense. So you can start on all social media platforms. And if you're realizing that your audience is not on TikTok because you're not, you're trying to aim for that younger demographic, but Facebook is really taken off. Like you have high engagement and you have high followers. Why would you spend all your money in TikTok when it's not sticking? Yeah. Versus if you were to go into Facebook and it's going to have a way bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Then you're going after the 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 principle not the reality yeah yep yep certainly when you're when you're starting a business or you're gonna run 
you know, ads on social media for whatever it is you're going to do, you're likely passionate about what it, whatever it is you're doing. Oh, absolutely. And you likely have like-minded people around you, whether it be family, friends, colleagues who are all interested in all the same stuff. That's where you begin to mold who your target audience is. It's not necessarily those people exactly, but it's people like those people. Mm-hmm. Right, whether it's Got you know thirty-year-old it. females that have a, a career, right? There's millions of of that demographic out in the world that you could you know advertise to. And that's what's so great about um, ads specifically is you have your demographic that you've established, and when you run certain ads, you can run ads that say run with my like my demographic. Because mm-hmm. it will like it knows after you've been posting organically what your demographic is. So mm-hmm. when you're ready yep. to run ads through them, it will say, "Oh, we got it. Do you want to run it to similar audiences like you've been already mm-hmm. reaching that will be new?" And you're like, "Absolutely! Oh, that's great. So Do you the work for me. Yeah, those are those are lookalike lookalike audiences. Yep. yep. You don't have to choose age and and." Those type and like region and stuff like that. You can, you can, you can exactly. But yeah. if you click that button, yep. like what my demographic already is, like, mm-hmm. yep. that's interesting. That Facebook might know your demographic better than or your audience. Oh yeah, oh yeah, more, Absolutely. Than, more than you would. That's a little scary, a little awesome. Hey, it tells Helpful. you. Thanks, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, and I forget what the what the second part of the question was, but yeah, Me just too. defining your audience. You could also work with the the SBA through the federal government to get data on that exists out there. That's you know you certainly could do that. It was when you're starting your business. Uh, how do you understand what yep. your demographic is? Yep, yep, yeah. Like minded, like minded oh, people okay. like yourself that are passionate about all the same stuff, right? You're not the only. Everyone is unique in their own way, but they're things that they're passionate about. They share that with large groups of people got it and then thinking through i still forget what what part two was about that was part two about the starting the business or knowing your audience and starting the business yeah okay Okay. yeah once once you really have a good understanding of your audience then it's starting to think through okay which which of the platforms will most likely best resonate right and that's like the old age question should we just be on facebook should we just be on linkedin should we just be on tiktok right and if you're just starting out or you're fairly new from an organic perspective, right? Before you even jump into paid advertising, you certainly should dip your toes into each of the platforms from an organic standpoint and use the platform for free. Mm-hmm. Don't pay for posts. Don't pay to boost. Mm-hmm. Don't pay for advertising just yet. Really get an understanding of the different platforms. Play around with different formats, right? Mm-hmm. TikTok, you basically have short video, right? All the other platforms other than like YouTube, right? But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter... You can play around with text. You can play around with images. You can play around with GIFs. You can play around with video and start to understand which platform and which type of content actually resonates and has the highest engagement. Mm-hmm. And then consume that content too. So you yep. see what what those platforms are serving to you. Right. And that that's right. generally like what you would want to serve right. uh, from, from your content. Mm-hmm. Trends specifically is what we're talking about here. So what other people are doing in their videos and the music that they're using and stuff like that. Right. Especially when it comes to TikTok. Music yeah. is yeah. everything. Yeah. Part of the algorithm. Yep. It certainly certainly grabs people's attention right away, right? Yeah, then as you as you begin to analyze the different platforms, right, you're just really absorbing a lot of data. Like you mentioned earlier, if you're getting zero engagement, zero likes, zero shares from 
TikTok, it doesn't mean don't exist there. It just means that, okay, maybe we should not spend money there. Maybe we don't throw, throw ad spend there. But it's certainly a good idea to continue to exist there because the, the thought that your target market only exists on one platform is false, mm-hmm. right? In the morning, they're on, they're, they're on Facebook, they're at work, they might be on LinkedIn. Later in the day, they're on Instagram checking out photos. That can even shift yeah. with trends too. Can so shift it's with not trends. only like every day that they're changing it, but TikTok suddenly becomes super, super popular oh, yeah. and Snapchat yeah. suddenly like drops down to, to practically nothing. And yeah. That happened overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost, and that could that could happen again. Their yep. Instagram comes out with a new feature that puts them on top, and everybody jumps over to yeah to strike. Word yep. on the market is that Instagram is on the dying down platform is dying down because they're not a huge video platform, and that's where everything is going. Yeah, but they're trying to be. Oh, they're yeah. trying. They're trying very hard. They're encouraging it. And yeah, yeah. I don't, in my opinion, I don't think Facebook will ever die just because it literally can take anywhere from someone in middle school to someone who's on the other end of the spectrum, who's on the older You're side. Retirement. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a platform that it's so user-friendly and everything, but um, sets the standard. Yeah. It's yeah. universal. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, we're on the street as Instagram's on the decline. It's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. But that can always change. Oh uh, yeah. They're always looking to change things oh, yeah. in general. So. Right. Who knows? And there's threads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is launching in the UK. I too go to Joanne Fabrics every now and then. Yeah. Yep, it is a good story. That's if what you, we're talking about. Right? If you need fabric, yeah, threads. Yeah, it shows how relevant that is. <laughs> Needles and, and yarn. I have not jumped on the threads train. Um, what about crocheting? Fun story. I, I learned to crochet when I was in high school. Oh, they I had have since forgotten. But okay, did you attend the underwater basket weaving class? Mm. No, because I was in band, and that was my forced elective. I couldn't. Mm. There were there wasn't any room for other electives. Band kids don't get to take those, at least in my my four years that I went to high school. But the band director did always make jokes about learning underwater basket weaving. That's always been the yeah. joke. It's interesting that that wasn't just at my high school. My mom makes that joke all the time. That's fun. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> mom getting a shout out. <laughs> Yeah, and then when, once you know your audience and you kind of like studied the platforms and know where you want to exist, it's also like a passionate thing. If you're extremely comfortable on 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 Facebook or you're extremely comfortable on LinkedIn, exist there, show up there, live there, really, really take advantage of like your comfortability and then really certainly begin to expand out. Um, but then we get into creating engaging content. And when it comes to ads, you certainly want to make sure that your ads are engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you're attracting Right. You got brand recognition going on in there. You're connecting with the audience and you're directing them to where you want them to go. Landing page, fill out a form. Certainly with organic content, right? We'll talk a little bit less about organic content. It's more about advertising. Organic content doesn't necessarily have to be engaging all the time. It can just really be just giving out value, telling jokes. We throw jokes up on our informative informative right how to's right really teaching people depending on what industry you're in and what your mm-hmm. what your business does but then once it once it comes to ads certainly got to be engaging yeah have you guys clicked on any social media ads that were like really engaging recently that you're comfortable way too sharing many. way too many <laughs> with the holidays yeah yeah every, we are in the holiday area every now and then i'll see one that 
kind of piques my interest enough that it overrides my desire to just ignore ads all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty, it's pretty rare. It really, really, really has to catch my attention or be like a really cool product or something like that for me to mm-hmm. click that button. Monica's over here with her face. She's at, at, at. Oh yeah, ad. sponsored, my ads sponsored, are way too sponsored. targeted. <laughs> like all my favorite <laughs> stores are they just key in on they you. know, yeah. they know. Got Sephora, got Eric Crombie. Like they're like, hey, we have a sale, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. all right, it looks like. Shoot. I'm- Woo, going there now. Deal. (laughs) My ads are all photography influencers and tech influencers. So I don't get products. I just get people trying to like get me on their coaching services and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mine is so uh, shopping makeup and especially then I'm buying stuff for my mom, my brother, and my dad for the holidays. Oh, Amazon sale or this sale. And I'm just like, oh, there we go. So what, what is it about the ad that is engaging? The people usually... You can have those ads that just show a product and it's just, I don't know, like a... Like a shoe. Like a shoe with a mountain in the background or something like mm-hmm. that. That means nothing. But when a person is there and they're talking about it or they're using it or... So is it a video or like a still photo? Usually video is what, okay. what gets it gets it for me. And it's the ones where I, I feel mad about it because I don't know what's an ad at first mm. until mm. after I'm thinking, I'm like this is a really interesting video. And then I look down, it says sponsor at the bottom. Yeah. And at that point, if the, if the, if I like the thing and the video has got caught my attention and it's good, I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I'll keep watching it. But if a video sucks, I get mad mm. at that point because now not only have I been duped into thinking that this video mm-hmm. is just a video, it's a sponsored video and it's bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you have wasted three seconds of my time. Yeah. <laughs> That's very valuable. Yeah. All right, your turn. What, so, what usually grabs your attention? There's two things. It depends on what platform I'm on. So if I'm on Facebook or Instagram, actually a still photo that has a big sale and it will say like a certain percentage off, I'll go. Mm. Because I'm already loyal to that brand and that's a whole nother beast is being having people loyal to your brand. Or you can throw something simple at them and they're going to go, okay. Just like how I am. Mm-hmm. If Sephora is going, hey, I have a sale. I know I love it. I know I love the products. I'm going to go right there. It doesn't take much effort. So if you see sale 30%, you're in. Yeah. Could be a, a white ad with black text that's yep. still sale 30%. Sephora, boom, I'm clicking that. Yep. That is a great contrast. Yeah. Yep. There's a reason why like, we went down this path. Yeah. But like, yeah. on the same spectrum, like you, where you're saying video, I'm if I'm scrolling through TikTok, I follow lots of influencers. A lot of them have to do with clothing and makeup and girly things, but they are a lot of influencers and they do sponsored ads. And a lot of times they hide them so well yeah. because yeah. they believe in the product. Mm-hmm. which because of how they're speaking about the product, even though it is sponsored, you can tell it's like authentic still. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested and I'm clicking into it. Yeah. Sometimes it's very poorly done and I'm like you and you're like crap. And now it's going to keep on feeding more into it. And you're just like, no, but a lot of times it's done very nicely. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to get an influencer to do those, those oh, things. Oh, absolutely you, right. you yourself just get in front of the camera and start speaking passionately about your product. People are going to see that. Like oh. They're, they're, they're going to feel it. Yes. Feel it. Yeah, for sure. The influencers are a huge way to branch out in. It's going through paid in a way because you're paying the influence, but you're 
targeting their huge audience and not necessarily yours. So they're not just hearing it from you. They're hearing it from um, mm-hmm. like a mass amount of other people. Yeah. So it's super beneficial to hear the more people you hear saying something, the more likely you're going to go, especially yeah. when it's people that you're already following. If like certain people are already saying, go check out this one brand. How many times are you going to hear people say it for you? Like, Oh, let me go see what this is all about. Let me see what all the hype is about. That's interesting. It's like a two-pronged approach. Like mm-hmm. you hire the influencer to do their thing and then they produce videos for their channel that you probably also have access to then. And then you make ads with those videos targeting other parts, maybe including their audience. And then you get touch points on their audience oh, and yeah. you also serve it to people who are outside of their audience. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of companies awesome. that do that. They pay lots of influencers to do it and then they take what influencer did it best and then they run their specific ads on their platform. Yeah. So I'll see it from the influencer that I'm following in that specific mm-hmm. brand. So it's both going out, but it's that same person. Yeah. And then that's the, the two of the touch points, two of the, what is it, mm-hmm. seven touch points or something you mm-hmm. need before a customer is yeah. willing to purchase from you. Yep. That's, that's genius. Uh, Manila can be your influencer if you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we're nice, we're cute, right? <laughs> We, got an an- we, talk. We, we have an analytical way of, <laughs> of doing things and we have a visual way of doing things. We, 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 got, the, we got the spectrum covered. And that's for sure. But yeah, it's a really good, really good understanding and, and realization that everybody's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know what it's going to take someone to, to, to commit, right? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click this. It could be as simple as sale 30% or it could be as simple as a low fidelity video, low production value that was authentic and someone was touched by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because both of these types of people exist within your audience. Oh, absolutely. So you can't just all the time do one and expect to hit everybody. Funny you bring that up because that's where A-B testing comes comes in. Boom. Slide (laughs) right in. Nice segue, right? I didn't even see the notes of what we're talking about today. (laughs) Look at that. That's... The notes, the notes are all up here. The notes are precognizant. That was an organic segue. It was. (laughs) Wow. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Munello Show. You can find us on social media at WeAreMunello, W-E-A-R-E-M-O-N-E-L-O, and on our website, themunelloshow.com. Please like, star, favorite, and or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Have a software-related business problem that you're struggling with? Visit themunelloshow.com slash contact, and we can discuss potential solutions in a future episode. Until next time.